0: hey you guys what is going on welcome to the camera ads 10 pounds i'm your host peter sirs that's right it's me um before we start i gotta tell you guys this podcast is brought to you by my good friends at performa.com performa they are my favorite fitness accessory company i have all of their stuff i love it i've got Shaker cups, I've got meal prep bags, meal prep containers that I use. Did you know that studies show that you are nine times more likely to stick to a said diet or eating healthy if you have cool meal prep bags and containers? Did you know that? That's a study that I just did uh, while reading this ad. I don't know if that's true or not, but like it does help. Like... You know, it's really easy to just put my stuff, you know, my food when I'm preparing my meals for a few days, put them in all my containers, and then I just have them, then there's three or four meals in there, and then I just put one in the box, in the the bag. You get it, man. I'm just saying, it helps. I'm trying to help you guys get fitter and healthier, and I'm telling you guys, Performa makes some awesome products to help you. Anyway, go to Performa.com, enter promo code 10 pounds, that's the word 10, the word pounds, and you will save 15%. Tell them I sent you. And uh, also, this podcast is brought to you by my good friends at Bucked Up Supplements. You guys, I'm telling you, I love all their products. There hasn't been one product I've taken from them that I didn't like, that I didn't reap the benefits from. Um, But uh, their pre workouts are, it's the best. It's the best. It's the best tasting, it's the best working. And if you know you're one of those people that's like, oh, this is an, uh, I, I need to take two scoops and whatever, I can help you with that. Okay, you gotta wean it on and off. You can't just take the same thing for five years and expect it to not to keep affecting you the same way. Like you gotta take a break sometimes. But they have products that you can take when you're weaning off of the caffeine, so that you could build up. You know your tolerance can go down, and then you can go back to the stuff. It, I'm telling you guys, it's fucking awesome okay? Anyway, go to BuckedUp.com. They have everything. Vitamins, supplements, protein powders, meal replacements, everything. They have some cool workout clothes, too. I mean, they just, they have it all, okay? And I, I, you guys know me. I would not partner myself with a company if I didn't believe in the products. I'm not one of those fucking celebrities. Well, first of all, I'm not a celebrity yet, but... I'm not one of those celebrities that's just like, oh, here's, uh, God, ah, uh, do you, you need a microwave? Here's a mic. Like, shut the fuck up, dude, okay? These are products that I use. These are all companies that I seeked out, sought out. Seeked out, sought out. I know it's sought out, but I don't think you can say seeked out. Anyway, this isn't a fucking English podcast. Deal with it. Um, I love Bucked Up, okay? Go to buckedup.com, enter promo code 10 pounds, that's the number 10 and the word pounds. Yeah, I know it's a little different and you will save 20% off your order. That's right. Um you guys It's it. We're just going to get into it, okay? We're just going to get into it on your mark. Get set. Go. Here we go. Oh. Yeah. Uh uh uh. Oh That's right This song is called Stick Up By Grandson That's right Stick Up By Grandson It's good right I want, I want you guys to wait For the beat to drop Here it comes. Here it comes. Uh, uh, right? What? You can hear it, right? What? What? That's right, motherfucker. Bam, Mr. Stick Up. Okay, you guys, what's up? It's just me today. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I had a guest line, you, you, you know how it is man, I go. I have like a huge guest like I did last week with Steve Mason, and I had another huge guest lined up, but uh, my guest had uh, some things come up, I can't quite get into it because my guest is going to be back, um, I will have them on next week, so you know, things happen, I, I don't, you know, it's, it's really hard with COVID, you know, and I've heard a lot of podcasters talk about this, like, there's something about, like, being in the studio where you can get people to come in to the studio, like, I don't know why, but when you're just doing it from home and Zoom and whatever, like, it's really easy for people to flake, <laughs> you know, so, but this, my, 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 my guest did not flake, uh, it just, you know, they had something come up, <coughs> they'll talk about it next week, too, because, we 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 did reschedule but it's just me today. So I said, "You know what, man? I thought about it. I was like, "Well, am I am I going to do I not do a podcast or do I do it a couple days late?" And I'm like, "No, man. Pete, this podcast comes out on fucking Tuesday, okay? Your listeners expect the podcast episode to drop every Tuesday. So that's what you need to do, man. Drop this fucking podcast." So what I wanted to talk about today is uh just uh, pushing past your comfort zones, okay? This is, is going to be a tough one because um, I, I'll i get into it, okay? Um, there's so many, you know, I've talked about it, we've all talked about it, numerous people have talked about it on this podcast, but one of the things that I love about about mainly about like health and fitness. They, I mean, they go hand in hand. Obviously, is the fact that I choose choose to take care of myself, and a lot of people don't. Okay, and the reason why you know, and when I say take care of myself, I I'm talking about everything, eating right, right, eating right. Ninety-eight percent of the time, yeah, I I I, I can stray for two percent of the time. Think about it. I know I've talked about this, but I'm going to talk about it again, just a little bit, okay? I eat <laughs> every three hours, every day. Small meals, you know, not always big meals. I eat every three hours because that is essential for speeding up. For I mean, it's it's important for a number of reasons. Um, It's important because It speeds up your metabolism It's important Because your energy level Is directly Direct Your energy level is affected by the foods that you're eating You eat quality foods that deliver quality nutrients, guess what, man? You're going to feel quality. You're going to feel good. And if you've ever met me in person or seen me perform on stage or listen to this podcast or whatever, you know, I'm a high energy person. And part of the reason is because I'm putting good food in my body. The analogy I always give to people like you know when i'm training people or whatnot or people when they want to talk to me about this think about a car okay what does a car need fuel right if your car doesn't have any fuel what happens i don't know probably won't start or maybe it starts and it goes you know a block if that and then it dies that's kind of your body if you give it the right fuel it will operate at an optimal level if you give it shit fuel you'll be tired Right? How many, how many of you guys out there are tired every day? I, I mean, I hope not. I hope you've you've taken some, uh, you know, some notes on some of these podcasts when I talk about how important rest is. I mean, I'm always talking about working out, and whatever, but I've also talked about the fact that I sleep a certain amount. Like I, part of the reason, you know, that I eat edibles, it's not because I want to be high all the time. I mean. It's fun when it kicks in and I'm just fucking watching, you know, Riverdale or Nancy Drew or something. Yeah, I fucking watch those shows because they're awesome. I love Nancy Drew. I'm going to go out on a limb right now and say that uh, Nancy Drew might be my favorite show on television right now. It might be. It was The Flash, but The Flash is, I mean, they're all unrealistic. All the shows that I watch, for the most part, like, supernatural elements and components to them and whatnot, including Nancy Drew. But The Flash, I I mean, I love it, but, like, the the thing that (laughs) I don't fucking care, dude. This is my podcast. I'll fucking talk about whatever I want, okay? Uh, And we'll get back to what I was talking about with health and fitness and everything. But (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm all about inclusion, you guys. As a brown person, as a Mexican-American, as a person who grew up in the barrio on Calavera Street in Ontario, California. <laughs> Ontario. It's really supposed to be Ontario, but the fucking cholos say Ontario. I don't know why. This is so funny. This used to be an old joke of mine. But So I grew up in Ontario, California, which if you don't know where that is, it's about 40 miles outside of L.A. I, I lived in East L.A. for a while um, and then we moved, when I was in elementary school, we moved out to Ontario, then I w- lived in Ontario all through high school, and then I moved out, like, my second year in college, I think, I live in Upland, which is literally the next city over, um, and then I met this girl, um, we worked together at Dave and Buster's, also in Ontario, I worked there, um, and then I moved to San Bernardino, Corona, and whatever, anyway, point being, okay, point being is uh <laughs> I honestly oh, the radio's still playing, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I forgot what I was talking about, you guys. I'm gonna be honest <laughs> um. Yeah, what the fuck was I talking about? I was talking about Nancy Drew and how much I loved it. And the fl- oh yeah, okay, this is what I was talking about. <laughs> Got it. Okay, cool. Um, I'm not even high yet. Uh, I so a lot of these shows on the CW. Okay, like I said, I'm all in about inclusion, dude. I grew up in the hood. I'm fucking proud to be Mexican. I love it. You know. Especially right now when I'm in a place where there's not a lot of us, you know, it's cool to 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 be proud of who I am, Even especially when I'm around some people that know, you can tell that they probably don't want you around them, like maybe they have some pre preconceived notions of what you are because you're a brown person, you know, I fucking love that shit, I love being around those people because I know that I make them feel uncomfortable and they shouldn't feel uncomfortable, but they do. And fuck them for feeling uncomfortable because I feel uncomfortable around them because I know that they're uncomfortable. Does that make sense? Anyway, the moral of the story was, I'm all about inclusion, you guys. Okay, diversity in Hollywood and all this shit. However, I'm starting to get a little upset at some of these television shows like The Flash. Because here's the thing. The Flash. in, In the main group of characters... There's fucking a white dude, okay? Okay, so we got the white dude. Okay, let's... We, we had that box checked. A white girl. Okay, we got that box checked. And then everybody else. Black girl. Black dad. You know, um... Asian girl. And this is all in the group of friends, by the way. Asian girl. Um... Native American or Latin guy, uh, then there's the gay black guy, and then there's the gay you know girl and you're just like, okay, I love gay people. I talk about' them, you know I talk about it all the time in my stand up act as a matter of fact I sell pro LGBTq uh, merchandise after my shows. If you, if you haven't seen me live, then you're going to have to wait and see what I sell. I mean, I sell bracelets. They say love wins, and they say homoprobic on them, but it's a part of a bit that I do. And I used to sell shirts before that that say homoprobic on them. Homoprobic is the opposite of homophobic, and I talk about it. I come to places like Oklahoma City and Tulsa and Wichita and Little Rock and fucking Dallas and, you know, El Paso and everywhere that I've been, you know, this last you know, a few years since I started telling this joke, I mean, no, I mean, I haven't told this joke, but point being, I'm just saying, like, I've had a lot of pro-gay material, I love gay people, okay, I shouldn't have to defend myself, but I don't like how the CW, I'm just gonna be honest, I don't like how they fucking feel the need to cast every single fucking race in the thing to show that they're so inclusive. It's like we know what you're fucking doing, CW. Okay, like yeah. How about give all? How about give us a fucking brown show? Okay, give us a show with all the fucking Mexicans. One they had one for like what four years, Jane the Virgin, and then they fucking canceled it or they ended. I don't know what, what which if it was canceled. I know they ended the show, but I don't know if they ended it because they were getting canceled or they just finished the show. But anyway, we had like one show, you know, on the CW, there's like one black show. And then everything else is just like they they act like everywhere you go, there's a a group of fucking friends with an Asian girl and a black girl and a gay guy and a white dude and a brown dude. All it's like it doesn't fucking happen. Okay. Like, I get it, dude. I get we're trying to push diversity, but, like, I don't know. Every one of their shows has characters like, has groups like this, and you're just like, come on, dude. There, I don't know any groups like that, okay? Do you know a group of friends that are all fucking literally every ethnicity box and sexuality and fucking, like, everything checked off? No! Okay, It's not real. I get it. I want diversity. I want more opportunities for people like me to be on the big screen or little screen, whatever, you know. But I also want it because I earned it. You know, I want to get the part in the movie, you know, the superhero fucking film because I was the best guy or because of my because the way I looked. I looked perfect for that role. I don't want it because they're sitting in a casting office, like, okay, uh, we need a we need a Mexican, and we need a this, and we need a that, and then I check that box. No, I just want to be the fucking best person, okay? Period. Maybe that's because I'm an athlete, you know, and I still have an athlete's mentality. But that's just the way it, I am, dude. I'm not all about this participation trophy bullshit. Yeah, dude, is there a problem in Hollywood? That not enough, you know, minorities are cast or put in positions of power? Absolutely. But to fucking prance it around on your on your tele on your television shows like you're so woke, it's like, fuck, dude, I'm getting fucking tired of it. Seriously, stop shoving it down my fucking throat, man. When I see when I start seeing all kinds of groups of people like that, then I'll be like, okay, but it's just it's a fetch right now, man, okay? Anyway, I want to talk about being uncomfortable. <laughs> That's what we we're supposed to talk about. Um, there's a line. There's a line in. Uh, we're going to quote "Relentless" again. It's basically like my Bible. If I'm being honest, right? It really is. It's 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 basically like my Bible. Um. Cause I quote it all the time. There's just so many quotes. Hold on, I'm finding it right now. Uh, damn it! I will find it. Yep, there we go. Here we go. Here's the here's the quote. Okay, from the from the book from the book Relentless, the great written by the great Tim Grover, who's coming out with a new fucking book called Winning. Uh, in like a month, like May 17th, I think it comes out, and let me tell you, I can't motherfucking wait for that book to come out, okay, but anyway, the quote is this, do the work, there's more to the quote, <laughs> do the work, every day, you have to do something you don't want to do, every day, Challenge yourself to be uncomfortable. Push past the apathy and laziness and fear. Okay? Uh, for those of you guys that don't know what apathy means, this is actually a word that I know. <laughs> uh, apathy means you, you, don't, you don't care. Okay? So push past that. Push past the laziness and push past the fear. Challenge yourself to be uncomfortable. And the reason why I wanted to talk about this was because, uh, as you guys know, um, I'm not famous. I have never, you know, pretended to be famous. You know, I'm I'm on my way, but, you know, I still have some things. And honestly, I don't know if I'll ever be famous. I would like to, just like a little bit. Because if you're famous, that probably means that you're pretty rich. And if I'm being honest, I kind of want to be pretty rich. But... I will also be content with being just a full-time comic. You know, I'm sorry for all of you people that look to me for fitness inspiration. I'm still going to I'm still going to give it to you, but uh, you, you know, at some point I'm going to give you the fitness inspiration like kind of like The Rock and guys like Kevin Hart and Chris Hemsworth and you know, guys that are working out and they're telling you to work out and whatever. That'll be how I do it. It won't be as a trainer anymore. Is all I'm saying. But anyway, uh, as you guys know, you know I've been a trainer. At <laughs> I don't even want to say it, but I don't fucking care. I've been a trainer for 20 years, you guys. Not yet, almost. In June of this year, it will be my 100, or my home 100. I don't fucking say that. <laughs> my 20th anniversary. Of being a personal trainer. And that's a fucking milestone man. Because. <laughs> number one. <laughs> it, it's two things. Number one. It's, it means that. You know I started pursuing. A, a, a career in the entertainment industry. Um, actually a little bit before that. Because my first audition. Was before I became a trainer. Um, But. Um, I started dancing and whatnot, and all these different things, but you know, at that time, I'm like, okay, well, I'll just train until I become famous, and <laughs> I'm actually laughing right now, because if you would have told me 20 years ago, that 20 years later, I'd still be a trainer, and I'd still be Pursuing my career in the entertainment industry I'd be like What the fuck dude Like, You didn't make it after 20 years Like, Why are you still doing this And It's because I just fucking want it man You know I fucking want it I've wanted it so bad For so long And you know I've gotten close I've done some cool shit we've talked about it On this podcast But I haven't quite gotten To where I want to be you know, and then when people ask you, When are you gonna get married and when are you gonna have kids? It's like, hey man, I haven't finished this other chapter of this other shit that I set for myself. I'm not gonna start the next chapter of my life until I close this chapter. And maybe that's not the way to do it, but that's the way I wanna do it. That's the way I'm gonna do it. I will have kids and get married when I'm ready. I probably, I'm going to get married before I have kids, but I'm just saying it's probably going to be sooner rather than later, but it's on my time watch, you know, I don't understand this thing of people that are married that have kids that always want to ask you, so when are you going to have kids, like, it's like they want you to be in on this thing with them. And I don't know why. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Because my answer to them is why do you have kids? You wanted to be a this. You wanted to be a that. And when the fuck did kids and working, you know, as a paralegal assistant become the fucking career goal? Like what? Dude, that's not what you wanted to do. I haven't stopped doing and pursuing what I've always wanted to do. Do you see that? So anyway... Back to uncomfortable being uncomfortable. <laughs> Comfortable being uncomfortable. Um, you know, I've always had, essentially, two jobs. One, as a trainer, and then two, pursuing my career in the entertainment industry. It started off, you know, I talked about it a few weeks ago, but, you know, I was a singer, and then I was a dancer, and I was acting, and obviously now I'm comedy, and now I'm fucking podcast master. <laughs> fucking hosting three podcasts right now, soon to be four, what, don't even get me started, anyway, uh, as a trainer though, and as just someone that's in the gym, you know, all the time, taking classes, you know, taking classes, pushing myself, pushing others, there's something I see, and it happens a lot, and it especially happens when I teach class, where I've been doing this long enough to know when people are actually giving it their all and when they're not. And a lot of times, people don't give it their all. And that bothers me. (laughs) It bothers the fuck out of me. And I can't say anything, because I'm an asshole if I do. But just know that if you're taking a fitness class... Or working with a personal trainer or something where someone is guiding you through a workout. And you fucking mail that shit in and half-ass it. Just know that if they're worth of worth anything, they fucking can tell that you're half-assing it. And they think less of you. They really do. And I do. I see people and they're just not even trying. They're not trying... They think that showing up and going on the elliptical for fucking 20 minutes is going to make them lose weight. It's like, dude, you're not even fucking breaking a sweat, dude. How's that going to help you lose weight? I've seen people that fucking drive around the gym, drive around the gym, drive around the parking lot at the gym so that they could get a parking space closer to the front door when they're at the gym. Are you fucking serious? You're at the gym. You're going to drive around to to park closer. Like the whole point of you being there is being in better shape, park far away. It's not that fucking hard. And it's not because don't you know, try to convince yourself, oh, it's because I you know, I want my my, my car next to the door so that, you know, no one messes my no one's going to fucking mess with your car, dude. Okay? Are there some gyms where that happens? Yes. But that's not why you're fucking parking next to the door, okay? You're parking next to the door because you're fucking, I I don't want to say you're lazy, because you're going to the gym, but like, you're fucking, you can't just park far, I don't understand why you would, and then you drive to the gym, this is what fucking real, also pisses me off, and people were giving me shit for it, you drive to the gym, and then you walk on a treadmill, I know you guys can't see me right now, but I'm making like, the mind blown face with my, you know, emoji with my face, Like, what, dude? Why would you drive to the gym any distance and then walk on a treadmill? What else should I do, Peter? Just walk around your fucking neighborhood, dude. The fact that you got in your car to go walk on a treadmill fucking blows my mind, dude. I don't understand. I can't be the only one. I know I'm not the only one that thinks this, but it's it's really pissed me off. But it goes back to what I'm talking about. People... They don't want to be uncomfortable. They want to be comfortable. Walking on the treadmill is comfortable. Okay? Running. I don't recommend everybody run. Running is great for you, but it can also be bad for you. Okay? Depending, we talked about this in this podcast too. Like When you land, when you're running, you're landing at you know 100 times or 10. It's either 10 or 100 times. Maybe it's 10 times your body weight. So if you've got extra body weight going on, Running might not be the best thing. You might actually fuck up your joints more. Yeah, it's true. But don't walk on the fucking treadmill at a flat incline like you're. You're not even doing anything. You're barely. Oh, I don't. I I don't know why I can't lose weight. I don't know why. Because you fucking come in here and walk on the fucking treadmill. then ain't gonna do shit unless you're power walking, like really getting after it, or you're on an incline. Like treadmill, it gets fine. For what it is, but like most of the time, I see people. They're just fucking walking on there, or they're on the elliptical. They're just fucking, you know, half-assing it. They're on the they're on the abductor machine, the ones where the girls sit down and they bring their legs in and out like fucking they're about to get their pussy eaten. You know what I'm talking about? And they're sitting on there and they're texting and they're just like, "Come, how are you?" I I, I fucking saw this and I almost fuck me, man. I want I wanted to fucking beat the shit out of this fucking dude. Okay. He was on the phone, at the gym, on the gym floor, on the phone, and he had one dumbbell in one hand, and he was curling the fucking dumbbell so he could talk on the phone instead of fucking doing both of them at the same time. He modified his workout so that he could talk on the phone. Have you heard of fucking Bluetooth, dick? Who doesn't have Bluetooth headphones by now? You fucking put them on. Your phone is on the floor or in your pocket or just away. And then, yeah, you could talk there, I guess. But, like, to to change your workout where you're... I'm sorry, dude, but if you're just curling one arm at a time, unless you're curling, like, fucking 100 pounds, dude, you're wasting your fucking time, man. Okay? I don't care. I'm not sugarcoating this shit. I'm tired of seeing fucking people half assed and they like, oh, I can't lose weight. Yeah, because you don't fucking do anything. You don't push yourself past your comfort zone. You have to push yourself past your comfort zone. That's what I was talking about. Like, I, I've seen these people in class and I can tell when someone's working hard in the gym and they stop doing what they're doing just because they push themselves so far that their body's like, now sorry, I can't do this. I can tell that person or I could tell the person that is already mentally telling themselves that it's hard and men- setting themselves up for failure from the get-go. Okay? You got to fucking tell yourself you could do it. As cliche as it is. But I see people, they half-ass it. I'm just like, dude, who do you think you're fooling when you half ass a workout in the class? Do you think the instructor can't see you? The instructor can see you. They're just not going to fucking say anything because they they can also tell you your fucking half-ass in it. And so if you don't care, why the fuck should we care? Come, get after it. Get out of your comfort zone. Do things that are hard. Hold that squat for 30 seconds like the instructor said, not four. Do you know what I mean? It just gets really frustrating because, like I said, People are always like, "Oh, I had a trainer. They didn't help me lose weight. Why don't you fucking tell the world that you kept eating like shit while you had that fucking trainer? You know what you were, sh- what you shouldn't, shouldn't be eating. Don't play fucking dumb." But it's easier to just eat or eat bad, not work out, and then tell the boss, "Hey, you know, I'm not gonna come to the gym. I'm not gonna come, you know, I'm not gonna come into work or fucking whatever it is, dude." But you got to push past the comfort zone. Like, for me, I get really uncomfortable uh, sending emails to comedy clubs. Because, like, I fucking send them so much because I want to work. And it's just like, sometimes it's just like, I don't feel comfortable because I'm like, I just fucking emailed these guys, like, two months ago. But, like, if I haven't heard from them, I'm also got to be like, hey, man, I need to fucking work, dude. So, I know you're getting all these fucking emails and you're afraid to answer, but... Answer my fucking email, dude. I want to come work your club, okay? I'm going to keep fucking doing it. I'm going to keep sending you these fucking things until you respond and tell me no. Or you tell me yes. I don't fucking know, dude. All I know... (laughs) All I know... I can't even... I can't even get into it. Yeah. Um... I'm just tired of people not pushing themselves In the gym Outside of the gym You know They know what they're doing They know if they're giving it their all or not And if you walk away knowing you didn't give it your all That's something that you have to fucking live with Okay Whether it be in health and fitness Whether it be in our careers Like Yeah dude I chose one of the hardest fucking professions to break into Stand up comedy Guess what I'm still fucking doing it Hey, guess what? The whole fucking world got locked down for a year. Guess what? I'm still doing fucking comedy. Okay? I'm still fucking doing it. So, I do a lot of stuff that's uncomfortable, man. You know, we talked about it. Driving back from road trips, you know? Driving, actually, oh, that reminds me. Uh, If I have it. Hang on. I do have something for you guys. You're welcome. I was watching uh, this documentary about Stone Cold Steve Austin which by the way was fucking awesome It was so good I was very pleased with what I saw all right I'm gonna play it for you guys this little because it sounded like some it reminded me of somebody that I know let me know when you hear it I've, back then there was a time period there where I actually there I spent nights in my car. I think I'd made $11,000. That's year the Undertaker talking. And put 10,000 miles on my car. You were barely getting by. And so you're paying your dues, traveling almost to make $10. And I'm making 15 dollars twenty dollars a night. I'm making 400 mile round trips. You can't afford to eat. I remember calling my mom where she called me and asked me how I was doing. And I said, Mom, I said, is there any way for my birthday this year you could just send me 40 bucks? Okay, so, there's a lot to unpack there, but I've been doing this fucking podcast for two years, this is episode 94, I think, I think it's 94, is it 94? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it is, yeah, 94, and on this podcast, I've discussed how, um, same thing, slept in cars, slept in my car, Um, taking a job for, you know, $15, $25, now, don't get me wrong, if if you want to hire me, you better give me a fucking hotel, or some, a lot of money, not a lot, but like, you know, a decent amount, what I'm worth, Um, because I'm pretty sure the days of sleeping in my car are over, (laughs) for a comedy job, just saying, but Anyway, point being is that uh, you talked about that, talked about driving, you know, 400 miles, you know, and these are all things that I've talked about as a stand-up, and that's, that's not comfortable, you guys. That is me out of my comfort zone, you know, not getting any sleep, having to go to work, after only sleeping for two hours the night before because I had to drive back for three hours or four hours or five hours, whatever. You know, that's that's not comfortable. But that's me knowing that I need to push myself because I want to succeed in this career that I've chosen. And I have so far. You know, I could, I, I've talked about it. But every time I get a job, that's a success to me, man. When I think about all the emails that I've sent that get ignored or that get rejected, that I'm still fucking here eight years later, still trying to fucking, quote unquote, make it in this comedy business, you know, there's a lot of moments that are not comfortable, you know, sending those emails, calling those clubs. Do you know how fucking hard it That is? I'll be honest. I'm fucking terrified sometimes. And I don't know why. Like, I know that I could fucking work any comedy club across the country, fucking in Hickville, in you know suburban areas, in big cities. Like, I fucking rocked. Like John Bon Jovi says, I've seen a million faces and I've rocked them all. I fucking performed all over the place, dude. I know what I can do, and I'm confident in my abilities. I know that I could work or headline, you know, any club here in the United... Anywhere. I'm that confident. I just need to continue to pay my dues so that people recognize that I can do that, you know? A few people will recognize that I can do that, but I want the general consensus to be like, yeah, bring Peter in for a weekend. He'll fucking... He'll he'll nail it. He'll bring it. He brings it every time. That's going to be fucking me, you guys. Okay? Okay? But it's not easy man It's very uncomfortable Going to these shows And saying like Man I really want these people to like me Why? Because I like being liked Why? I don't know I I felt like I wasn't liked as a kid Right? That's kind of sad It is But You know It is what it is man i love this profession that i've chosen i'm gonna keep doing it no matter whether i i continue living in oklahoma city if i end up moving back to la you know it's not an easy thing and i have to push myself that's what i was that's what i was talking about how terrifying it is to make a fucking phone call to a club not knowing anything, not knowing if they are going to be an asshole to you or what, like, but, you know, I can't tell people that they need to be comfortable being uncomfortable, and then turn around and not do things that make me uncomfortable, that would make me a hypocrite, yep, so, you know, I keep my eyes on the prize. I keep emailing these clubs, I keep fucking reaching out to club bookers, I keep doing all these things that might not be comfortable, but if you don't think that how I push myself physically translates to how I push myself, you know, in my career, then you completely missed the point of this podcast, but anyway... Just a short one. We're gonna have a guest next week. I promise. We actually have some really guests. Uh, we have some really good guests lined up over the next few weeks. I'm actually very excited for my next couple of guests. So um, stay tuned. Um, if you are listening, we are actually not gonna do the uh, private unless a miracle happens. Um, unless unless a miracle happens, I'm not gonna do a private show and ranch show. I've had this would be the third venue that I had lined up that has uh pulled out so it's not going it, to it's telling me that it's not that's these signs are telling me that it's not going to happen so you know kind of a bummer I was hoping I could do a show while I was back home but you know it is what it is man um yeah that's pretty much it uh like I said I oh no I didn't say but uh, if you want to come see me Dodger fans I'm going to be in Dallas March <laughs> March May sixth, the Thursday and Saturday, May seventh. It's going to. Uh, I'm, I'm really excited to work this out, and I'm uh, just putting it out there now. It's still a ways away, but August 21st, I'm recording my special. I know we did last quarantine in Oklahoma City. Um, it's going to be awesome. So if you're going to be in the Oklahoma City area, please, please reach out. Whatever, I'm going to have the bright link up in a few weeks. But I'm taping my next special, filming my next special, whatever, recording the album, blah blah blah. I'm really excited. Um, so yeah, that's August 21st in Oklahoma City. Anyway, you guys. Um, yeah, I guess that's it. Like I said, we have some. I have some cool guests lined up, so I'm very excited to uh, to share those with you. And uh, I'll see you guys next time. Here we go. So teach them all the